We are here. Welcome. I don't know why I looked down when you said there was one second left. Um, hello, everyone. It is a special Tuesday edition of yeah. the Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk show. Um, we are here, and this is our a special day. Yep. It's Tuesday. I'm here. Andy Kretzinger, Hunter Moeller, co-host. I'm here. Nick Stevens on the ones and twos. Yeah. It's a special day for a lot of reasons. One, I forgot my laptop, but whatever. Two, it's Tuesday. Give me a, a hoo-ha two times Tuesday. Do you remember that commercial? Uh-uh. Do you remember that commercial, Nick? Thumbs up? No. And then the guy goes, hoo-ha, whatever. Hoo-ha. That's Ruby <laughs> Tuesdays. Um, and three, this is our special first annual Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. special. Yeah. So uh, as you see, um, we're wearing our Thanksgiving colors, maroon and Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs red, all ready for the uh, season. And guys, I brought us a feast today. Yeah. So check this out. You said so I have a turkey. Yep. But I have some breadsticks from Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut, not technically one of our uh, sponsors, but just go ahead and uh, tell Matt to charge him because we just (laughs) said on the thing, so charge him for the advertisement. We got breadsticks. I'm going to divvy them up a little bit, and we're going to eat some breadsticks on the show today because this is our Thanksgiving feast. I'm going to try not to spill because I know that other people use this table. if you, you're watching us, what do you what? think Matt's thinking? Just if he's watching this, he's like, I don't yeah. think he's in there pretty busy. I don't know if he's watching, but we're going to eat some breadsticks today. They're a little bit cold because I got them from pizza out like two hours ago and I've just been <laughs> kind of sitting around and we've got some marinara sauce. So we're going to divvy these out. Um, this is Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk, um, a show where besides uh, feasting on some breadsticks, we talk about high school sports, college sports in Southeast Iowa. We got a big show today because we're on the heels of some big football action. Mm. Um, if you're watching this, you're watching on Washington Live's YouTube, Mount Pleasant Live's Facebook, Washington Live's Facebook, Fairfield Live's Facebook, or Spotify, Washington Live, or you could be listening to it. So two o'clock on Wednesdays, it's a special, uh, we pulled a little April Fools on yep. Thanksgiving by doing it on Tuesday. Hunter's got a big trip tomorrow, right? Yep. Where are you going, Hunter? Uh, tonight, I'm uh, heading to uh, Kansas City tonight, so City. I figured it'd be better if we moved it today instead of just saying, hey, or, or I guess I could like call in. I goes, that's like kind of the last resort, or making making you do it by oh, yourself. I'm but I didn't want you to myself. be like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm here in I'm here in spirit, but over the phone or something like that. Yeah, but. if that ever happens, we'll just throw Nick and we'll throw the camera on Nick. Oh yeah, that'd be um, too bad. I'm trying to I'm trying to interrupt while I while I get our feast ready here. Um, but let's jump into some football action, Hunter, because you and I um, on oh, the smell of the marinara just hit me. <laughs> you and I on. Um, Thursday morning, 9.30, mm-hmm. uh, Waco Warriors were in the state championship, the first ever state championship, I believe, in Waco uh, football history. Yep. In fact, Waco yep. team sport history, I think, because they had never mm-hmm. gotten past the semifinals. Um, the 38-16, to 16, Rims and St. Mary's, yep. a game that I think and I think you think would have been closer without just a, a Few, flurry of yep, errors, errors at the beginning of the game. Uh, and and what did you think? What did you learn? And, and are there any – how are you feeling now a few days later after watching that game? I mean – Overall, you got to be, you know, static for, uh, you know, the the coaching staff, players at Waco, because, I mean, this is the farthest they've ever made it. I mean, you can't, you know, deny that. It's kind of like, uh, you know, Coach Edeker said after the, after the win, you know, you know, we lost. You know, we got one loss, but we got 13 others. No other state or no one else in the state has, you know, that many wins. And, you know, they celebrated the 13. So you got to be happy for just getting there. But, uh-huh. you know, uh, like you said, I mean, overall that second half they played, you know, extremely well, obviously, in the first half. Just a couple of mistakes put them down, you know, big early and, but they they trailed what twenty four three at at the half and you know they they, did. they marched down right before the half and what two yards out and they fumbled and you know uh-huh. they, they could have went in the halftime you know only down ten twenty four so 
you know, that, that first half just kind of, I guess, you know, right out the gate, that first drive, they had a punt there, a little quick three and out, uh-huh. and just kind of set the tone. After that, what they had, you know, there was a, a strip fumble. Uh, Ramson scored a touchdown off that, blocked punt, uh-huh. um, you know, the fumbles. <laughs> but, uh, you know, in that second half, I mean, I mean, it was it was neck and neck. So, you know, it just makes you wonder from that standpoint of what it would have been like if the, you know, they didn't have those kind of miscues in the beginning. But, you know, uh-huh. Remsen played well. I mean, you can't deny they yeah, made big they're, plays. They're you know? I mean, they were rated, rated number one all season long for a reason. So, mm-hmm. I mean, can't deny that. But, you know, kudos to Waco for, you know, making it that far. We didn't have any other team make it that far. And they were the last ones there. Yeah, we haven't had any team make it this far for four or five years yeah. now. Um, I would say, so by the way, if you didn't watch it on the Sports Network or follow our tweets and you don't want to pay however much it is to um, to watch it, replay on the Sports Network, or $1 to buy a, buy a paper yeah. for the day, you could have done that, guys. Come on. <laughs> um, there were four big mistakes as far as there was um, there was a fumble at the goal line, mm-hmm. um, which which Loud Housengay had just had a big run. Yep. We, had, we were just talking right before the fumble, and, and unfortunately he's the one who... Um, who gave that one up to where that he once he started running up the middle, the offense started to flow a little better because it wasn't doing very well at the beginning of the game. Well, and the fumble, it was almost like a bad situation for him because he he had he was rolled over on top of a couple players uh-huh. and it and kind of allowed kind of him scored. to strip it. It kind yep. of allowed him to strip it out. Yep. You know, instead of he couldn't get you know an arm his you know elbow down or knee down, so yep. that it kind of it was just a bad situation because he was moving the ball for him up until uh-huh. that point. You know, we were talking about Loudon going up the middle for like you know five, six yards every yeah. every play, that, every time they were giving it to him. So. That, that was the play that we were kind of, we were talking uh, on the sideline back. That's the play we want to see is, is him at the middle. And he set him up to get there. Uh, but along, so that was a fumble, which was in inside the five. Yep. There was also um, a high snap, high high snap, snap on the punt. Uh, went over uh, Simeon Reichenbach's head and, and, and he couldn't, he, he corralled it. That set up a touchdown for Rims and St. Yep. Mary's. And there was a block punt, which set up a touchdown, got Rems and St. Mary's at the nine. This is all in the first this was, half. This is all first. in less than, what, two minutes of play, though. The yeah, punts yep, were, like, back-to-back, back, so. And then there was also a situation where they, I don't know if it was a bull rush blitz or a guy just on the defensive line um, got loose after Waco just had a huge stop, stop at the goal line. Um, Odie Shepinchuk, uh stopped a, a kid. Um, right at the goal line there. What was that? Was it six nothing at that point? I, I, believe, I believe so. That they tried going forward on about what fourth and it was fourth and goal, but it was from probably about the three yard line. And Odie met um, Fish or it was Fisk, I think it was uh, the, yeah, the running yeah, back's name. Who, who had a, a huge four game? Five touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, huge game. But uh, yeah, Odie made a nice play over there on the right, great, play. right next to the goal line, right yeah, about the right, one yard right line, where hit where him we out of bounds. Yeah. yeah, right where one of us, at least I was standing. Yeah, and so that was and and. So then Waco got the ball back, and it was I think it was a handoff play, um, and Isaac Oswald was just hadn't literally handing the ball it off, yet. yeah. And a kid hit him and, and got his arm, and that turned into a fumble. It turned into a, a walk-in touchdown, but yep. the guy that scooped him up. So that was four scores mm-hmm. that were um, that were plays that almost never happened to Waco. Yeah, uh, just just uncharacteristic, not only uncharacteristic, a little unlucky that it just kind of happened. Four huge. Um, swing plays that all went rims in St. Mary's. That's yep. four touchdowns, you know. Um, and the second half, it was a 14-13. Yeah, Mary's. well, and, you know, this is something, you know, Coach Edeker talked about was, you know, they, they felt like the defense was doing pretty well, which they were doing uh-huh. well against, you know, everyone was talking about the rims and pass game and, you know, but, you know, yeah. Rem, we were talking about the rims and pass game a lot and their run yeah. game was like, dang good. Well, yeah, it was. well you know, look at the, looking at the second half, you know, what kind of set the tone like that, 
I don't know if you could call it the nail in the coffin because it was right out the gate with uh, 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 the running back, what, like a 40-yard touchdown, literally first, what, second play from yep. scrimmage or first play from scrimmage or uh, whatever. So that was kind of just, just a, you know, it felt like, you know, Waco knew that they could stop them, and then they, they came out with two plays in and just ran, what, a four, like I said, 45-yard touchdown or something like that. So that was yeah. kind of – that hurt a lot, too, for, uh, for you know, any momentum or kind of hype they had coming out of the locker room there at the half. Yeah, it was it was 24 nothing. Simeon Eichenbeck had a 48-yard field goal, yep. bombed it. And then and, – and Coach Edeker said after the game, he, he thought that going into the second half, if they could get a stop, score, mm-hmm. and make it 24-10, then it's a totally different yep. ball game. And I thought between the tackles – I don't know what total yards were. Uh, I, we we I knew the other day, but it was very close. Uh, between the tackles, I thought – they were pretty even. Like yeah. the game flow, besides those four big plays, they're pretty even. So if they could have just kind of stopped there, but you know, then you're stre- you're you're pressing a little bit. Um, you know, you you know that you're down in the state championship game and, and sunk. So uh, I think both of St. Mary's um, touchdowns were kind of a little bit of that in the second yeah. half, where um, missed tackles and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, but I thought also talking to the kids, we talked to a couple kids after the game, Simeon Reichenbeck and, and Drew Deers. Drew Deers, yep. uh, Drew Deers had what? How many tackles? Twelve. He, he ended like, up he with over like hundred tw- tackles on the year. Yeah, I'll talk he had about like that he had like seventeen, later, twenty, but. somewhere in that range, close to twenty. Yeah, um, I thought that they both and and Coach Edeker too. They, I, I got the sense that they kind of knew, like. What what they had done, you yeah. know, they'd went to the state championship. They had that wasn't lost on them, even with yeah. the loss, in my opinion. When we were talking, like this about Waco team will be remembered, you know, yeah. historically. It's at, a legacy Waco, team, yeah. It's a legacy I mean, team. So overall, it was a, such exciting uh, season for them. Yeah, um, it's too bad they, you know, it didn't didn't totally work out the other day, but um, it was fun, fun couple yeah. of games up there, and fun season. It's fun crazy that we're going right into winter sports, and yeah. um, actually, Coach E was asking about yeah. all union teams, which should be coming out. Yeah. Maybe towards the end of next week would be when they start rolling out. And I told them we always wait for the last team to to get knocked out before we get our little all-star teams together. And we had to wait until um, last Thursday. Yep. So we got it's, yep. it's going to be a it's going to be a packed um, paper. But yep. anyway, so that's kind of does that kind of does it on our, our Waco yeah. State coverage. Football and it's fun. Um, we'll talk about all state football after uh, the break. Uh, spoiler okay. alert! Um, as I uh, dish out the plates um, for this Thanksgiving feast, and don't worry, Nick, I have one for you too. Uh, Hunter, I've got a I've got a breadstick for you with some hey. marinara sauce hey, there. Hey, thanks for Looked that. A little bit cold, but we're all right. Uh, we're gonna go to a commercial. Two minutes or one, Nick? Two, two, two minutes commercial. Um, Chuck Willer used to say, "See in two and two, two minutes, yep. two seconds." There I mentioned go. that a few weeks ago, maybe. Maybe. Anyway, see you in two minutes, and we'll talk some uh, more football. Yep. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, and Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. 
Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Welcome back, everyone. I was just flabbergasted because, Hunter, you just finished the first breadstick like that, and i got to serve you up another one. We're back on our Thanksgiving special. <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> eating, eating some uh, Thanksgiving food here, breadsticks from... Uh, we shouldn't say their name unless they're going to pay for the ad. So, <laughs> so uh, Pizza Hut, give, yeah. <laughs> give, us, give us a little money and we'll, we'll say your name on the show. Um, thanks for sticking around with the commercial. You're watching Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk uh, live. It is Tuesday, uh, November something, uh, pretty close to Thanksgiving. It's the Tuesday before uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, we're doing us on a Tuesday today. There you go. Got, a little, um, little got something on my there. face apparently. <laughs> um, well, that's, that's part of Thanksgiving, you know what? Uh we just talked about a little football uh, yeah. here on Sports Talk, and uh, we got some more football. Actually, some breaking news, basically. Um, the All-State football teams came out, Hunter. Um, before I read those off, though, uh, you made yeah. a good point during the commercial. Yeah. Along with Waco, uh, there are a lot of familiar teams up there at the Dome, right? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you know, all our teams that made it to that, uh, that uh, basically quarterfinal round, uh, uh you know, lost to the loss of the state championships mm-hmm. uh, or state champions. Uh, you know, Columbus got beat by uh, Grundy, uh, Grundy Center. Center, Grundy Center, and Syracuse lost to Van Meter, and both uh, went on to win the state title. So, um, you know, looking at that, our team played some pretty good teams. I guess you could say. You know, they both kind of rolled too, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I had Mid Prairie also played Williamsburg. Um, by the way, Williamsburg uh, made a huge run. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Williamsburg was in the state title, lost ten six to Central Line Georgia yep. Little Rock. Uh, Grundy Center beat West Hancock. West Hancock twenty seven nothing. And then Van Meter beat West Sioux, uh, um, thirty-five to seven. So, pretty dominant. Yeah, that is that is a pretty uh, pretty cool thing there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so well deserved to all the people who made the All State teams. Uh, this is by the Iowa Print Sports Writer. Full on disclosure: we're not neither of us voted. We're in the meeting. Nope. Um, happens on Sunday during during church usually, eh, but sometimes yeah. I'm in on them, sometimes I'm not. I uh, wasn't this weekend, but we're still pretty well re- represented. Fifteen kids from our All Union teams, and that's especially. Um, impressive Hunter because it used to be three teams and they cut it to two teams I believe I would speculate probably has something to do with the fact there's another class this year and so you know right yeah I would I mean I would say so I mean you know we overall we had you know a lot of standout uh, standout players and uh-huh. you know our area the union area is represented well uh, you know I guess once again we're always we're always we always have good football talent yeah. down here so uh, you know and Representation is no different this year, so for sure there were. Um, we'll, we'll start with eight man. There are, so there were five from Sigourney Kyoto and four from Waco that lead the way. We'll start. We'll um, start with eight man here because Waco had four first teamers, and we were just talking about the Warriors. Uh, um, Simeon Reichen back on as running back. Um, Colton Lichty, uh defensive line linebacker Drew Deers, and defensive back Mason Miller. Those are all first team, all eight man. So Sigourney Kyoto had five total, one first team and four 
uh, second team, but Waco had four uh, first teams. So both, you know, they kind of, I tried to make them share the headline because that was a really impressive mm-hmm. uh, thing. All seniors for Waco uh, made that first team. And then the only other um, eight-man um, player on there, um, Cam Buffington, uh, junior from WME. He was yeah. on as a def- defensive utility, which he kind of is because he just flies around the... Yeah, which the you can almost throw him in both ways because he's so dominant on both sides of the ball. Yeah, you yeah, know, you like could. pick or choose, you know, which one. Yeah, <laughs> this will be when we got our all-union football team. That's uh, another thing that we have to deal with, too, is just trying to figure out, because they all play both ways. Right. Where are you going to put them, you know? Right. And um, uh, we'll, we'll go down to a Class A, um, and this will be a good example. Uh, Columbus had three. Yep. Um, Tristan Miller uh, made it as a returner on the first team, mm-hmm. which he had... Um, Ooh, what five, six six hundred something return yeah. yards and, and two touchdowns, uh, one each punting, punting and returning. Um, and then Columbus also had Jeffrey Hoback made it as a punter, so they had two of the special team spots. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and Caden Amagon, uh, of course, is running back, and uh, Hoback and Amagon were both second teamers, so that was yep. um, impressive out of Columbus. Um, class one A, um, Sigourney Kyoto had um, had five. I said earlier, uh, Jake Moore uh, on as a defensive back on the first team. Uh, second team, Cole Clarehan's um, running back, Evan Vitito, uh on the offensive line, Jack Clarahan on the linebacker position, and then Cole Kindred, uh, much like Buffington, was a defensive uh, utility. So um, a couple of three juniors on that for Sigourney Kyoto, so they have yeah. plenty, plenty to look forward to after almost making the uh, state. Um, and then we had uh, Max Wheaton on the uh, Class 3A first team for Fairfield. Uh, he had another huge year for them. Uh, he's been all state three years possibly fourth i should have probably looked that up to see if he got there as a yep. freshman because he's been a huge part of their team um since the beginning and then in the second team uh class 2a brayden hartley and by the way we made it as a tight end of course and hartley made it as a running back yep. their main offensive position so we also have a spattering of offensive and defensive uh, players we can make a team out of these guys yeah i know right how good do you think we'd be if we made a team out of these guys uh, pretty good we got quarterback <laughs> yeah we got we That's got multiple we got a quarterback running a lot of running backs be a heavy run team, I think, but um, well, who's going to throw it to Max then? Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so we'll have to have Hoback off to yeah, we'll have to sling have it around a little bit. Around, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, fifteen names. That's awesome for for our area. Uh, I've we'd probably go back, and this is the first time they've had only two teams per class. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would assume it's it's right up there with the most we've had. So it's got to be. Yeah, Matt writes the book on. Football season yeah. until our all union football teams come out, which we'll probably talk about on the show when they yeah. when they come out anyway. So we'll probably get that exciting. figured out early next week, I'd say. And yeah, exciting. We might be able to talk about it next week. Yeah, well, football, well, Thanksgiving football. Yeah, what a what a week. This is my favorite. We we're talking real quick before we get immersed. We we're talking about how this is my favorite week yeah. of uh, of the year. Thanksgiving football. Get to and eat then, a lot, watching football. And yep, getting on to the Iowa game against Nebraska on Friday night. By the way, uh, this will be the first time. Um, that uh, Mount Pleasant, uh, former Mount Pleasant prep uh, Henry Lutowski, yeah. um, will be playing against the Hawkeyes. He didn't get a live playing time last year as red, red yep. freshman. He'll be playing against the Hawkeyes. Yeah. On to watch him on the offensive line, number fifty nine. Um, so a, a little, little exciting, uh, exciting. Big news ten, for, Big Ten championship on the line. Big for Ten the championship Hawkeyes. on the line somehow <laughs> for the Hawkeyes. Yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> Don't know how that's even a thing, but if they beat Nebraska on Friday, if they beat Henry, if they can knock out yep. Henry, they can go to the. Uh, the Big Ten Championship. Then one of the biggest games of the year, Michigan-Ohio State. And then after that, we'll have uh, have to focus on basketball. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing, focus on winter sports and basketball after um, this last commercial. This is the one-minute commercial. Um, So come back if you're ready for some basketball and you've been, maybe for football team's been two minutes, just getting two minutes. Uh, If your football team's been knocked out for a long time and you're tired of us talking about Waco and Sigourney (laughs) Kyoto, and you're like, let's get on to basketball season, that's exactly what we're going to do in a couple minutes. So um, stay with us for a couple minutes. Uh, Pay attention to these sponsors. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in a couple minutes.
Protection is important, especially when you're talking about your dreams, which is why we're going to keep you covered with plans that can save you up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto. That's protection. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Welcome back to Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk. They caught me looking at other spots uh, the last two times the cameras got yeah. on me, so I made sure to um, uh, get back on it. We are um, here on a Tuesday, and we're doing our Thanksgiving special. If you're watching this, you're watching this on Washington Live's YouTube um, or on our Twitter, southeastiowaunion.com. Um, Sorry, that's not true. That's our website. Our Twitter, at Union Sports page. You can watch it from the YouTube there um, or Washington Live Facebook. Fairfield Live Facebook, Mount Pleasant Live Facebook. If you are, no matter where you're watching it, please share it around a little bit. We, this, I need, we need to challenge Fairfield people because the Fairfield Live Facebook, they could just be watching on YouTube. Right. But the Fairfield Live Facebook has less likes than the Washington and Mount Pleasant. So a challenge this week, Fairfield people to just click the like button. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like I'm a YouTuber. But like and subscribe, smash that like and subscribe <laughs> button. It, yeah, uh, and um, yeah, share it around. So What's we it, get, where they do the thing? Where it's like you see this little button right here. I don't know which side it'd be on, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like right. Can we supersede like a subscribe thing? No, because we're live. Um, you don't. You can't supersede stuff when we're live, right, Nick? Thumbs down. No. Uh, subscribe button. No, not really. Look <laughs> how he was trying to for a second. Anyway, um, we're going to talk a little bit of winter sports. Yeah. And Hunter, you have gotten a, a good amount of winter sports last, well, especially yeah, last, last night. night. So we're going to talk about first, uh, last night you were at um, Fairfield's um, Hall of Pride game. Uh, yeah, it was like, it Notre was called Dame. the uh, Achieve Scrimmage. Achieve Scrimmage. Okay, yep. there we go. Against yeah. Notre Dame, how'd it go? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Fairfield walked out of there with a with a 70 to 49 victory. Uh, you know, teams were pretty close to start. Uh out of the gate, Fairfield jumped out 3-0, and then Notre Dame made it 8-5. That was their largest lead, and uh, mm -hmm. that you know, their a minute later, and that was their only <laughs> only lead. And uh, you know, after one, Fairfield led 18-10, and then it was 35-28 uh, um, at the half. And uh, you know, Fairfield pretty much just dominated the second half. Mm -hmm. um, heading into the fourth, they led 50-35, and uh, you know, as you say, the rest is history. I mean, you know, the Trojans. It, it took them a little while to get going. Uh, you know, they, they struggled on the uh, offensive boards in the first half. Uh, they were giving up some offensive boards, I mean. And, uh, you know, it seemed they really kind of got it figured out in that second. Yeah. Really just dominated uh, in all facets of the game. Really got to the got to the rim well. And, you know, uh, Max Wheaton was doing his thing. Uh, Tate Allen was hitting threes like normal. J.J. Mm -hmm. Land off the dribble is one of the, probably the best. Three. One of the best in the uh, they are. conference. They've got some shooters around them. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, 
you know, we were, we were talking about last year with, you know, we mentioned those three a lot because, you know, they're kind of, they're kind of leading, they're like a big three almost. Mm, they're yeah. like a big three. Uh, we talked about them a lot, but you know, uh, they played well last night. So, uh, we'll we'll see we'll see how Mc old McFlattery squad does this season. This is the year for Fairfield, in my opinion. Um, I mean, this is the year when they should be. They're, they're all seniors. Um, a lot of other teams lost a lot. Uh, Hunter's the senior got hurt during um, yep. football season, so so Fairfield did lose something too. It's mm-hmm. not like they're a hundred percent back from right. last year. Um, but they bring the most back. Um, they've shown over the last couple of years that they were kind of right on that. Ed- last year it was basically a coin flip every SEC game, which, right? Um, but they were kind of right on that edge the last couple of years of of the top teams in the conference. Um, Mount Pleasant uh, um, lost um, a couple starters, but they uh, look good. Um, got a report on their um, game up at the Mid Prairie um, Jamboree against Wilton. Uh, they they won that. They were up. Uh, what what did I say earlier? Twenty six to nine at yeah. after one quarter. Uh, they have their whole backcourt back. Um, so they have a lot returning, and both Fairfield and Mount Pleasant were both in that little second tier. Well, last year there are there hardly tiers, right? Uh, Burlington, Fort Madison, and Washington were the three that did the best, but everyone kind of beat everyone a little bit. Who was um, Mount Pleasant's big man? A uh, Dewan Trent. You're talking about Dewan. Well, Trent. not not Dewan. Uh, oh, Nate Stroud. Nate Stroud. Yep, I've yep. I've seen uh, I've seen him at the the rec putting in a lot of work. So yeah, I've been interested to see because they they haven't had like a true big man. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like, yeah. They had um, Dewan kind of did Dewan kind of. He was kind of like mm-hmm. their their main forward, but he wasn't like a true. You know, kind of down in the paint yeah. type of guy. He was athletic, and you know, uh, you know, he could he could sky jam it pretty pretty well. Saw yeah, that yeah. saw that firsthand, and yeah. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see how how they kind of deal with like you know he was kind of a main part of their offense. How uh-huh. they're, how they're going to change during the season, or how they're going to have to kind of adjust without him and him being in there. And but as you said, they got the backcourt and they got some great guards. So yeah, and you know, Strat will be big when they play against Fairfield because that's going to be the person who tries to contain Max mm-hmm. Wheaton a little bit. Um, because you know Wheaton is just so much bigger and stronger than everybody down low that that's such a huge advantage for Fairfield. Uh, and then there's size everywhere because uh, Washington. Um, I was at um, I went to take, took their team pictures, so I got to watch them practice a little bit. Um, they have obviously Ethan Patterson back and looking seeming, seemingly looking healthy, uh, at least shooting around the other day. Um, he's going to get as many shots as anybody else yeah. in the Southeast Conference. Uh, one of the best players the last few years. Um, but also the six triplets will were were coming off the bench and, and had some spot starts last year. They'll probably be. Um, scooted right into the lineup, and that's some height. If they have all three of them at the same time, that's yeah. some height in yeah. three positions for for Washington. So yeah. it'll be the battle of the boards this year. I don't think in the in the Southeast Conference that. Why did I try and mess with my mic there? <laughs> I could have screwed something up. I don't know with the Southeast Conference if there will be a game that's not. There's not going to be a game where you go and you're like, oh, so and so is playing so and so. This one's over. Yeah. It's whatever. I'll it be home. Like everyone's home early, be honey. Close. Everything is going to be close. It's up for grabs. Fairfield, in my opinion, should be the favorite based on who they have back. Uh, but it's going to be a dogfight, I well, think. And it's like, you know, last year we kind of would go into it. People had some big, like, senior classes. And, uh-huh. like, like, Fort Madison Fort was Madison, with seniors. big time. Washington, Washington had a really good senior seniors. class. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, it's really open for anyone this season. Yeah. yeah. And then um, just jump in we, we, um, to the boys, Super Conference boys will be. I'm kicking off here pretty soon, um, and I think that that's a little bit of the opposite. I think of our our teams yep. uh, in the Super Conference will be pretty heavy favorites. Yeah. Uh, Waco, Winfield, Mount Union, New, New London, London all have a ton back. Mm-hmm. Um, New London with Porter and Benjamin is those two alone. Yeah. Having those two back with now three years of varsity experience, they'll be one of the favorites in the South. Waco returns like everyone. Waco returns like everyone. Winfield, Winfield basically Buffington, returns every, Edwards, everyone. They got some length. We saw some uh-huh. photos of them dunking on Twitter. Or yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and I think that the Waco and Winfield games, not only boys basketball, but girls basketball, in, in my opinion, just looking at the rosters and stuff, and, you know, there could be a freshman, you know, little right. Michael Jordan out there that I don't know about this <laughs> playing for Wapler or somebody that we, we aren't um, right. covering. But I think that those could be the, the North championship when, when Winfield goes awake and Waco goes yep. to Winfield. So um, sure. that'll be that'll be exciting also. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and speaking of girls basketball, yep. I was going to ask you, you, you've seen a little girls basketball. Yep. In fact, you saw Winfield. You yeah. saw Winfield New London the other day. Open. How's the girls basketball season going so far? Yeah, the open season, obviously, uh, Winfield's ranked 15th in the uh, preseason polls, polls. So, uh, you know, the Wolves were uh, one of the best in our area last season. Um, though they traveled over to New London to open the season. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Always a good little rivalry between between the the Tigers and the Wolves, and uh, Winfield pretty much took care of business in it. One fifty four twenty four, you know, out, out the gate the Wolves just you know seemed like they had had a little edge. I mean, they returned pretty much every starter. Yep, yep. Uh, um, just lost you know, one. Melina Epping and um, Keely Malone and Brady Buffington were just dominant, which mm-hmm. you know they've been stellar for them. Uh, you know, all through high school. Yep. And, uh, but uh, Winfield led seventeen five after the first. Um, and then uh, 25-11 after this uh, at half, half, and then 42-17 after the heading into the fourth, and then uh, you know pulled out the win late. So uh, you know Winfield's looking good. Um, uh, they they picked up a win on Saturday. I run through I run through the, uh, the the girls roundup from our area teams this past weekend. Yep. A lot of teams play on Saturday. Uh, Winfield beat uh, Centrally 57-33. Uh, you know there's two and zero to start. Uh, Highland uh, beat Kyoto. Two of our teams there 53-17. Yep. Uh, Oskaloosa. Uh, um, beat Pekin, uh, 45-37. Uh, and Davis County beat uh, New London. New London, uh, another, another loss, 70-28. Uh, to 28. And Iowa Valley uh, beat Highland, 44-40. Uh, and then <clears throat> Hillcrest, Hillcrest Academy was uh, beaten by Tri-County, 45-30. And then uh, Kyoto lost to Lone Tree, 28-26. So uh, the girls' action getting picking up here before Thanksgiving. And, yeah. you know, this week, the end of this week, it will slow down a little bit, pick back up next yeah, week. So it will. I actually got to see a few of those teams you just mentioned at the Jamboree um, last week. Uh, Winfield, Matt Union played Mount Pleasant, which is really close yeah. and really fun because it was one of those things where you don't see them play very often. And Winfield's defense was a great – it was great to see Winfield's defense – um, you know, against Mount Pleasant, who, they've got Andrea Loprado, who, who averaged, you know, one of the top scorers the last couple of years in all yeah. stater. Um, and uh, Winfield actually beat Mount Pleasant in that half by one point. It was kind of a fun little, fun little thing in that that half of Jam Jamboree. And I also saw High, Highland. Um, Highland's dealing with not only graduations but injuries and yep. and stuff this year, and um, they had to play against Kiakuk. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it was a uh, Kiakuk's got to be the worst team to play at the beginning <laughs> of the season because they're they'll do the full court press, Jamboree yep. or not, yep. uh, and they pressed them a lot. And Highland got off to a bad start, and then they kind of got a little more comfortable. Um, I th- I'm not sure. I talked. I think I talked last year or last week about it that Sarah Burton looked. Uh, strong as usual, and Jessica Krause uh, down low. Twenty-seven points in, in that. I, I go back and check, but I didn't read oh, the really? stats. But I believe she had twenty-seven points in that win against. Uh, wow, twenty-seven Kiana. points. Yeah, yeah. And, I'm, and I'm sure she got a bunch of rebounds too. Yeah, they'll be a good rebounding like team this year. Highland will. She had double double. That, that'll that'll be a fun team. Um, outside of as I said, Waco and Winfield are the favorites in girls basketball, and in the north, uh, let's see. There, Highland could be a problem. Mediapolis is gone. Um, but Highland's got athletes to be a, a, a problem for them. And let's see, um, Hillcrest Academy grew, grew last year a little yep. bit. Same with Columbus, had some younger kids. Um, but they both lost some some seniors too, so and, it'll be fun to see who steps In the up. South, there's some great teams that are not that we don't cover too. Yeah, yeah, the Burlington teams. I believe Notre Dame is, I believe, 14th, so, you know, right ahead of Winfield. And then West Burlington was great last year, and they they returned quite a bit too. Yeah. Uh, so. 
Uh, so there's some good teams and some pretty good teams that we don't cover in the South that and we'll, you know, get a chance to go against our for sure. North, our great North team. So And then uh, team that's not in any of those conferences, I will actually be watching uh, Fairfield host um, Mid-Prairie tonight. Mid-Prairie, one game from state last year, so. Yeah, one game from state last year, right? And, you know, um, I'm sure Amara Jones will be, uh, she'll be mm-hmm. the, the person to watch tonight because no, Maddie Nonneman graduated. Yeah, Amara Jones will be the, the leading returner there for uh, Mid-Prairie, and it is a, Exciting time to see what Fairfield's got. Fairfield, yeah, uh, you talk about losing seniors. Yeah, yeah. They lost basically the whole team. Savannah Hollander really and Maddie Jones, the only ones that really bring a lot of um, minutes from Lisk, last year. And Lisk. and Ashlyn Lisk, Lisk played quite a bit. Um, and none of them really bring like you know they weren't they weren't starting playing the whole game, but yeah. they were you know they were in and out. A Hollander a couple times was the leading scorer last year. Yeah. I think yeah. uh, she had an interview at least once. So uh, it'll be exciting to see if they can. That that's going to be a, a, a two teams that are kind of finding themselves a little bit. And Washington, they bring back pretty much everybody. Yeah, yeah. Washington brings back pre- pretty much everybody. They will play at Anamosa tonight at a six six o'clock game, mm. and then Mount Pleasant will be at home tonight. Uh, also, they will be playing Pella. So Mount Pleasant's got their hands yeah. full tonight. Yeah. <laughs> they always play Pella right off. The yeah, I know, Mount right Pleasant out the gate. Then. So I don't know when that changes up, but if there was a year that Mount Pleasant was going to be beat them or, or give them a game at least, yeah, yeah their senior led this year too. So yeah. um, I wanted to mention um, um, before we. Uh, go or, or, or go into our next journey of this Thanksgiving uh, feast here. Um, <laughs> girls uh, wrestling also kicked off this weekend. Um, there will be yeah. a lot of girls wrestling um, tournaments over the weekends. Uh, Mid Prairie out of, let's see, what were there? 19 teams um, were at this um, BGM tournament this weekend. Uh, Mid Prairie, 118 points, team champions. Uh, so that's a huge start from Mid Prairie, who's got to be the, the most um the, the girls wrestling team, that in my opinion, has the most potential because they had so many kids even last year and now yep. sanctions. So be fun. Well, and I think we should also men- mention is, uh, you know, if you're, um, you know, interested is, you know, Iowa Wesleyan girls are, yep. uh, you know, uh, they got defending national champion, um, Adalgo Noam. I can't say, I never say her name yeah. right, but yep. but she's number one rated in the country, I uh-huh. believe. So and got then, Mia Palumbo uh, back Palumbo's this year. like number three in the country. Uh, Elena Sundland's oh like number gosh, six in the country. It's like, yeah, they're uh, they're doing some good things over there. Um, and the boys are looking real, real good too. Got some, got some uh, we'll former go Union talent. area athletes yep. uh, wrestling Corbel for the this year. Uh, won yeah. his first match, um, Columbus WMU uh, kids. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so it'll be exciting. Wrestling's just kicking off. As I said, the, mm-hmm. the girls, um, Highland was there, um, Mount Pleasant was there, Waco was there, and uh, Pekin was there. So we got a story about that. If you want to look at some girls wrestling um, results, and, and it's going to be, it's busy. It's going to be busy for you and I because yeah. we've got some magazines to, to do, and yeah. um, we've got some uni- all union area teams to mm-hmm. get out, and we still got all the all districts. We still got some more all district stuff to put on the paper, so I can't st- Stressing about, it. I got better eat something. Yeah, better eat some, better eat some breadsticks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we go, it's Thanksgiving. Yep. We all have to say what we're thankful for. Uh, Hunter, do you have anything that you're uh, thankful <laughs> for this year? He doesn't just have think, to be sports. Just, just thankful for uh, family, man. You know, I like it. Th- thankful for living another day. How about that? Living another day. <laughs> living another day. I don't know, Nick. Do you want to say what you're thankful for? You bring breadsticks. Breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? You stopped fast breakfast today. Was this? Did you have a good big lunch, or did you have like a little snacky lunch? There you go. There we go. That was huge then. Yeah. Bringing the breadsticks. So I'm talking with my <laughs> mouth full, but whatever. I'm thankful for all that stuff. But more than anything. What are you going to say? I'm thankful for our readers and our viewers. Oh, man. That watch the show every week. Yeah, th- Religiously, that, that, that probably were crying a couple weeks ago because we weren't on the air because Waco <laughs> had that football game. And they were probably excited when they saw that tweet today that we were going to Dan early. So thankful for all of you guys. Yep. Because Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the food and family yep. and football and all that other Be stuff. Be safe. Be safe. 
yeah, be safe. It's, yep. it's nice out today. Yep. But uh, be safe. And then uh, we will see you yeah, in about eight week. days yeah, next, next week, week, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. We'll tweet it out if it's different. Yeah. So see you later, guys. Yep. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.